Hi, everybody. Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Brendan, and I'm pondering producing a perfectly pleasant podcast. Get it? <laughs> Got it. Good. Oh. <laughs> I'm Pippin, and the pellet with the poison is in the vessel with the pestle. The vessel with the pestle? The vessel with the pestle. <laughs> the vessel with the pestle? The vessel with the pestle. And the chalice from the palace has the brew that is that true. Is true. Has the true that is brew. No, no, the brew that is true. But what about the vessel with the pestle? Has the pellet with the poison. Ah, the chisel with the pestle. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll sort this out. You guys go on. We haven't even gotten to the flagon with the dragon yet. <gasps> they broke the chalice with the palace. They broke the chalice from the palace, yeah. So we have the flagon with the dragon, which now has the pellet with the poison. <laughs> Alex? Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Here's the thing, it's a bit that can keep going. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah. can. It's a who's uh, on first situation. Yeah. I'm Alex, and, and there's only one of me to... Well, suddenly, there's two of me. <gasps> and two is what you see. Give me gadzooks. There's three of me. <laughs> and then the Alex. rest of us don't have to show up to the podcast. <laughs> hey. All right, we'll take it the night. we're taking the night off. Bye. Bye. Um, and I'm Kat, and a jester unemployed... Is nobody's fool. Boo! Boo! You're kicked out of the podcast. Turn in your mic and go home. Yeah, we're just hiring Alex's clones now. Based on what we were just doing there, today we're talking about the 1955 movie, The Court Jester. So, spoilers abound. It'd be pretty funny if we were, like, doing a completely different movie and we just fucking did that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Today, we're actually talking about the bonfire of the vanities. Um, <laughs> weird intro, guys. <laughs> strange how we all matched. Yeah, weird. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's groupthink for you. It's, uh, it's a phenomena. Um, I mean, we are related. It's true. That's true. Well, on paper. <gasps> I have wow. my doubts. Ooh. Alright, anyone who sees us all together. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to hide. Anyway, if you want specific content warnings about the things we may talk about, check out the show notes on nostoryissacred.com. Uh, for those of you who have not seen The Court Jester, uh, the summary according to Google is, former carnival performer Hubert Hawkins and May Jean are assigned to protect, uh, Maid Jean? Yeah. I she's thought a, she was a captain. She, she is, is a, a fucking, she is a fucking she's a captain. captain. She's a captain. Well, anyway, they're assigned to protect the infant royal heir from the tyrannical King Roderick I. While Jean takes the baby to an abbey, Hawkins gains access to the court by impersonating the king's jester, unaware that the jester is really an assassin hired by the scheming Sir Ravenhurst. Basil Rathbone! Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He did a good job. Anyway, uh, when Princess Gwendolyn... Uh, played by Angela Lansbury. Yeah. <laughs> uh, falls for Hawkins. A witch secretly aids him into becoming a knight. Except kinda. It's, it's a, we'll what, talk about it. It's not what happens. <laughs> not really. Google, come on. Come Step on, up Google. your game here. Come on. It's like, I think somebody watched it two times speed and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, she helped him. Yeah, cool, mm-hmm, done. Yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> so, whoever uh, wrote the little cheat sheet here, the, the next line that just summed up everything for the backstory is like, what's going on in the background is a Robin Hood story, except we're not following Robin Hood. That no, would be it's a lower deck story. Yep. It's like the shit Robin that, Hood. <laughs> yeah. It's the shit the heroes aren't doing. <laughs> except in this case, this ends up being the more interesting tale for a comedy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they restore peace to the land. Hey, come on. So we have the Robin Hood analog, uh, the black fox, right? The fox, there's only one of me till suddenly there's two of me. When two is what you see of me. Get zooks. There's three of me. Except that, except that was not the black fox singing that. That was Hawkins. It was Hawkins pretending to be the black fox, thus establishing early in the story that these are shenanigans he's used to doing. Yep. Shenanigans. <laughs> Impersonating others is a... <laughs> impersonating more impressive people than himself yes (laughs) good job hawkins he and his circus buddies or carnival buddies rather 
can do really good choreographed routines. Like, mm-hmm. clearly, Hubert Hawkins, the main character, played by Danny Kay. <gasps> Danny Kay. <laughs> in tights? Uh, oh, yeah. A lot of men in tight action here. Oh, yeah. Listen, this is like a bisexual nightmare. Danny Kay. Whoever the, the fuck name of my the- band? Yes. Uh, whoever played, uh, Maid Jean, aka Jackson the G. better name, Captain. Captain. The part where Captain. Danny- the cap, the part where Danny Kay keeps calling her Captain. <laughs> hey. Uh, hot young Angela Lansbury. Uh, hey. Just hot Basil Rathbone. Yep. Basically a who's who of, uh, oh no, the, her hot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to point out that one of the lines in the opening song. Mm-hmm. Life was, cannot better be. Life, life cannot better be. Uh, one of the lines was songs could not be, could not gayer be. And my immediate thought was try me. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I watched this movie as a kid and. Sam. Yeah, but I don't know if you had this, but I definitely had the baby queer experience of do I want to be them or be with them to multiple people in this film? I cannot say that I had that. Brandon I just had the memory recollection of you know having not watched this movie in several years you know, several years being like 20 <laughs> as soon as the opening number comes up and i'm like ah so that's where that occasional song that's in my head comes up you know uh weird yeah no the the, the life cannot, cannot better be, be. but like time. just like for whistling a random tune sometimes yeah it's that it's that little lyric or that little uh riff yeah for for me the only the only thing i could remember from this movie that i was able to watch it and go like oh was the the knighting the the knighthood <laughs> ceremony thing oh with the marching with the long marching going back and forth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh that was what was like oh everything else in the movie meaningless to me before now nothing okay so what is your opinion of captain <laughs> captain can get it captain can get it also wait we should get to the plot because i have some questions oh, yes yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We we'll, just, we'll get back to we the can't captain. just like drool on audio <laughs> i mean we could but i mean that wouldn't really be necessarily compelling audience i mean uh, I uh, audio the I mean, audience <laughs> can't hear me suggestively waggle my eyebrows I mean, you're, that's because you're not can. trying hard enough. I mean, there are certain. I'm pretty certain that some of our audience are going. No, actually, we'd be here for that. <laughs> <laughs> Gentle listener, just imagine me suggesting me waggling my eyebrow at every possible moment. <laughs> but you know, like somehow saying "Hey," just constantly. Yes, in my heart. So, just so you know, whenever Cat goes "Hey," that means a attractive person has appeared on the screen and is being competent. Hey. <laughs> Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, God damn. We start off with uh, kind of a, a Robin Hood analog. We have a usurper king. We have a king of, not king. We have a a, a, a bandit, uh, a noble bandit. The black fox who wears an awful lot of green. <laughs> <laughs> a, sup- yes. a shocking amount of green with a hood and an arrow. Weird. But the black fox has the royal infant <gasps> dun, dun, dun. with a with... royal birthmark <laughs> yes on the baby's bum uh there, i read a description that somebody did it was a a, a purple poinsettia on the posterior or something like that i thought it was a purple purple pimpernel pimpernel yeah, if, yes it is yeah. a purple pimpernel on the posterior yes god damn it <laughs> <laughs> and so he has a royal infant the usurper king knows that he has the infant there was some rumor at the beginning, but now it's true. And so they need to hide the infant. But then Captain and Hawkins are sent to hide the infant. But then they have the brilliant idea <laughs> of, well, what if we just get the baby in the castle? And show everybody. And and take over. And this is not because the sooner they uh, get the baby on the throne... Which historically is always a good idea. Uh, the sooner they can go, uh, make out. <laughs> I gotta hand it to Hawkins, uh, Danny Kay's character again here. He goes on one business trip with Captain. And of course, the cabin that they're in has only one bed. <gasps> there was only, only one, 
only one in bed. And they're right away going into make out town, but then duty. Duty. Duty gets in the way. Also, uh, a, an Italian jester shows up. <laughs> Giacomo. Yep. Uh, Giacomo. Uh, the king of jesters. And the jester. jester of kings. To the kings. <laughs> um, and they're like, and just, Yakimo's like, you know what I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be going to the castle. Funny that. And they're like, really? You don't say. Has anyone hey, ever uh, seen, would anyone recognize your face? Well, no, I am I've... very famous in Italy, but nobody here whatsoever. Interesting. You're sure about that? Again, asking for no reason. Of course. Uh, say, uh, do you want to go over by this fire pit and have your back to us? I don't see. No, I not. I do like fire. <laughs> I can see no way this could go wrong. Uh, just, just over by that large pile of of uh, cudgels. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I'll, I'll stand by the cudgels. I I, I do love cudgels and fall. Whap! God, okay, I now, fall. It was Captain who whacked him, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I found that so hot when I was a kid, and I did not understand it. Like, I did not understand what this feeling in my heart was, but I'm like, oh my god, that girl just whacked him one. There was a dude on screen, hmm. and the girl went to go do it. That is the hottest goddamn shit I've ever seen in my life. And I was like five, so I hadn't seen a lot, nor did I know the words, but I felt it. I felt it in my soul. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Yeah, so then Hawkins uh, takes the gesture's clothes. They happen to wear the same size. How convenient is that? And he is gonna no she's still taking the baby to the abbey yes uh and he's gonna go just get information or something i forget he's needs to get the key to the keep so that they can sneak in right and then they could do something with the baby i don't know the point is she never gets to the abbey no she gets rounded up amongst various other uh uh was it maidens wenches wenches by the king thus proving he is of course a no good one Nope. No uh, and then she proceeds to, like, how many attractive outfits can one woman wear in a movie? <laughs> so many. All of them. Yeah. And, be, um, and and still look deadly in each of them? Yes. Hey, hey. Uh, hey. Meanwhile, Hubert, as Giacomo, successfully infiltrates the castle. But uh, this is when we learn that Giacomo, the jester, was not just a jester, but was also one of the most famous assassins in the world. Basically, our characters think that they have lucked into something and instead end up in a viper's nest of problems. It's like yep. if suddenly, if like Fortinbras's people, bringing in Hamlet, it's not a podcast without Hamlet. It's like if Fortinbras's people decided to send in some like, you know, some spies into the castle and then suddenly ended up in Hamlet and they're like, what the mm. shit is going on here? Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, okay, we've got the poison. And and where should we apply it? Yeah, the the swords are already poisoned. What? Everything's poisoned. Everything is, just everything. It's dripping from the walls. <laughs> and, and I think I'm poisoned. You've been poisoned? No, 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 I haven't been poisoned. I- no, then you're venomous. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, so he gets in contact with uh, Sir Ravenhurst and... Gets assassination and gets told to meet them later in secret. Meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> Lord Ravenhurst has hired him to to, to kill the king. Yeah. Well, also, also missing the secret call from um, uh, the guy on the inside. Yep. Yep. Because of course there's already a guy on the inside. The fox is no fool. Of course. Uh, miscommunication happens. I don't think I don't think Hubert ever gets in touch with that guy. I don't think so. Captain no. does because Captain is fucking competent. Yes. I love her. And on top of all this, the evil king, who has a name, we've said it. Rod- uh, no, King Roderick. King Roderick has a daughter named Gwendolyn. Who is played by the absolutely scrumptious looking uh, Angela Lansbury. Who also has a nurse, I guess, who's a witch. It happens. Yep. And her, the king has told Gwendolyn she's going to marry this other dude for political reasons. Some knight. Some night, and uh, she... Sir Griswold, I believe. Yeah. I believe you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't do names. Uh, and she doesn't want to, because who would? And she was all like, nurse, you told me uh, I would marry my true love, and yet here, he's coming, I'm going to marry him. What's the deal? I'm going to kill you and heal myself. Uh, and the witch is all like, what? No. Uh, actually, your true love rides in today. It's 
It's that dude down there pointing at Hawkins as Giacomo. Hawkins, who just came here. (laughs) (laughs) Who literally, who literally just got there. (laughs) And is singing a song and doing a, you know, good job doing it, so. Who's just waiting for fucking orders from his captain the way he should be. Yep. Uh, I'm going in and it's all like, yeah, okay. Yes, he looks nice. Cool. <laughs> uh, he's dashing and gorgeous and, and dashing and also very and charming can sing. and can sing. And did we mention dashing and heroic, which is none of the things Hawkins is supposed to actually be in real life? So, nope. So the nurse is like, don't worry. There's a reason. Well, to herself. She's like, I'm a witch. I can fix this. And then she casts a spell on him. Uh-huh. Hypnotizes him. Whatever. And yeah. <laughs> and then he's charming and dashing and... Can swing from vines and... And wears very tight tights. <laughs> hey. Hey. And, uh, and there's, a, there's a fun little gag where he's instructed to snap out of it with a literal snap. Uh, so, like, whenever a character snaps, he kind of reverts back to his other persona. With no memory of what's going on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no memory is part of it. It's hilarious. Very important part. Um, and so he literally swings on over to the princess's quarters seduces her (laughs) which is all fine and good because that actually is a key complication later and after uh having her basically fall in love with them i mean she was looking to be seduced let's that's not you know that is true she was on board she was totally into this he swings on over to the assassination plot (laughs) and uh yeah that's where we get the was it the plot to assassinate the king yeah. Plan A and plan B, neither of which I remember. Well, that's good because Hubert didn't either. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, over the course of time, he, he gets unhypnotized. So now he's just good old Hubert who has no idea what the hell's going on. People keep saying things to him like plan A is a go or wear my handkerchief by your heart. He's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's so nice at this castle. I mean, meanwhile, poor captain's in the background being like, I have to be stuck in this fucking wench's room. Shit's going on. Oh, my God. At one point, Hawkins is handed the royal baby. He's like, fucking what? (laughs) Yeah, the baby, by the way, has, instead of being in some other location, has ended up in the castle in a basket. (laughs) The worst place to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the captain's hiding it. The random dude on the inside's hiding it. Sometimes Hawkins is given the baby. He's like, do I? (laughs) (laughs) It gets to the point where uh, a number of assassinations accidentally take place, which is hilarious. And I believe Sir Griswold comes. And it's at this point where uh, the bad guys realize that Giacomo is not Giacomo. But also, the princess has fallen in love with him. Oh, no. Well, the, she's not going to marry Griswold. Here's the thing. They think, ah, they're like, ah, he's not Giacomo. We know who he really is. You guys know who he is? He's definitely the Black Fox. Oh, definitely. And Hawkins yeah. is like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> How? But then they come up to this uh, uh, kind of conundrum where uh, they have to get rid of him. But the only person who really had a good cover for killing him was Sir Griswold, who just showed up and was pissed about how Gwendolyn has fallen in love with the court jester. And so they get this uh, idea. They do this whole comedy routine where they turn him into a knight. Yes, in a day. Yeah, in a day. The second they turn him into a knight, he gets challenged to a duel. (laughs) There's a very amusing segment involving magnetism that doesn't work that way, but who cares? It's hilarious. And of course, uh, the, 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 the section that, uh, Pippin was referencing during her opener with the pellet with the poison. Mm. Because at this point, the witch has been reminded that if Gwendolyn doesn't get to marry the jester, she dies. She dies. I feel bad for this witch. She's just trying yeah. to like stay alive and she's like, I'm, I'm stuck with all these fucking people. Don't know how to be charming. Don't know how to sword fight. This, you know, brat is, ah. Uh. Yep. <laughs> I feel bad for her. And, and, Really, uh, through through uh, just blind luck, Hawkins wins the duel, but lets Griswold go mm-hmm. because he is Which, hey, because he is still noble at heart. Well, he's a knight, and hey, he's a knight now. Come on, he's a knight. You got to be be like a knight, man. And actually, uh, one thing I did notice is that after this point, they did kind of dress Danny Kay in like more 
noblish attire. Mm-hmm. But still like, tight tights. Well, yes, <laughs> but like he wasn't dressed like as like the member of the bandits or uh, a peasant or anything like that. He was just like, ah, he's wearing like a white V-neck shirt. <laughs> Noble casual. Yeah. As befitting his uh noble personality. I don't know. Look, it had a deep V and you could see his chest. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a great time. It's, it's at this point where things are about to go bad because the king has just decided, you know what? We're just going to straight up execute you. We know you're actually the black fox. Ha ha. <laughs> like, what? Uh, <laughs> however, uh, at this point, uh, the black fox had finally sent assistance because uh, during the lightning storm that Kat had mentioned that made magnetism happen, <laughs> but not that way. Uh, it had also blocked all all roads that the black fox and his merry men could take, uh, except for uh, things that were like the the size of uh, carnival workers. Let's say yes, because um, as, as you know, uh, uh, Hubert used to work uh, at the carnival. It's established so in the first song. It was uh, his coworkers, a troop of little people. They were all together yeah. in a. Uh, at the carnival, not the carnival, at the circus or whatever. Carnival, yeah. So they're all buds, and they've all worked together really tightly. Uh, and we yep. see that actually in the spontaneous musical number from the beginning. So it actually makes sense, and I fucking love that. But yeah, uh, they are the only people who can fit through the... Um, through the rock slide. Yeah. And and they're like, fuck yeah, we'll go in and save our buddy. So they go in. And so basically, the, the troop of, of comedy relief... Ends up being the heroes who save the day. Yep. And basically kick everyone's asses. It's true. They know how to tumble. They do. And they know how to bring the pain. They also know how to put Basil Rathbone onto a uh, trebuchet. And you know what? That's beautiful. <laughs> Although we, we do get a, a fun reprise of the uh, uh, hypnotism gag where uh, the witch... Who has been told yet again that if Hawkins dies, she dies, uh, <laughs> hypnotizes Hawkins to be a master swordsman. And so he is. <laughs> and it's hot. And mid fight, he, he goes, ha ha. Oh, <laughs> I can defeat you like that. And like, oh no. <laughs> Cause he's still, so Ken, why am I here? <laughs> Cause he's still <laughs> Hawkins. <laughs> yep. And hypnotism, I guess, works like that. <laughs> so yeah, we get uh, all the bad guys defeated, and Griswold appears, and uh, they show Griswold the royal baby, and you know that ends that beef there. Well, uh, excuse me, not the royal baby, the royal baby's bum. The royal baby's bum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and and then they show it to the king too, who has to acknowledge what he just saw. Or the, the, the usurper king. Well, because it's in front of everybody. It's like, ah, shit. Yep. Well, my murdering of all the royal family ends here. Shoot. <laughs> well, one gets the, opi- uh, the, the uh, idea that he has told everybody that everybody's dead. Like, the royal family's dead. And so once Griswold sees the baby, he's like, oh, shit, not everybody's dead. I will now follow this baby. Whereas, yep. um, and that's part of why the king wanted his daughter, uh, what's her head? Um to marry Gwendolyn. Yeah, Gwendolyn. Yeah. To marry Griswold because he is a very strong political ally. Yes. And that would have even if the baby popped back up again, it would have cemented some stuff. Too late yeah. now, fuckers. And yeah, that was uh <laughs> that's the movie there. It's so great, you guys. It is a classic comedy or a classic musical comedy. Uh it's got fantastic uh what's it called? Uh body acting? What's it called? Uh choreography. No, that thing that, you know, comedians do. Or comic actors. Comic actors, you know, where you just, uh, uh... Stage work? Sure. Okay. But yeah, um, I was surprised with how well it's aged. Because, mm. like, comparison's sake, um, to say something that came out ten years later, uh, that we already did for the podcast, uh, uh the producers, <laughs> this didn't have... Those kind of cringy moments. This was actually, th- but this movie was actually a commercial flop. It was, uh, it, was, it cost like four million to create, which was, Holy shit, really? 
was the most expensive uh, comedy that had been done up to that point, uh, if I read Wikipedia correctly. The uh, bastion of reliability. And it only made 2.2 in theaters. Ooh, shit. Ooh. It, it, uh, like, it dove hard. But it has since become an acknowledged classic. I think got entered into, like, the, uh, the archives for, like, important fucking movies in the Library of Congress or something. That's the technical term. <laughs> yes, it is. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I think I've been to that section before. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> important fucking movies that Debbie does Dallas. Uh, the court gesture. <laughs> oh. Obviously, all the classics. Well, it's next to the, ah, oh, look at this fucking movie, uh, <laughs> section. I think part of the reason why it sort of, maybe part of the reason why it it dove is because of the fact that it's uh it was taking a a, a poke at a popular genre yep frankly it had uh, a lot of roles that weren't being made fun of in an obvious way there were little people in there and they weren't necessarily the butt of the joke for being little people no they weren't uh, they, had, they they helped save the freaking day they had i i i think that possibly some voices uh stuff was done to them which is really unfortunate but yeah uh but then uh, we have captain captain's a fucking hero in this she's the boss she's the boss of hawkins certainly uh she's hawkins a tr- likes it yeah he does uh, <laughs> she pulls the lever on the trebuchet mm-hmm. i thought that she- i honestly thought she killed yakimo like when i was a kid i'm like she straight up murdered him and i love her <laughs> <laughs> i mean we never see Giacomo again, right? We do not. I think they men- mentioned that he's that, that they're like kicking and came to the Abbey as well and just tying him up. Eh. Point is, she totally coshed him one, and I'm into girls who can cosh people. Um, <laughs> a strange Osh-cosh. kink, but it's mine. Osh kosh um, kosh. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag kosh. Hashtag kosh. Um, but uh. uh you know, between those two things, we cat, have cat, cat. yes, yes. Oshkosh, by gosh! <gasps> wow, that's amazing! Oh my god! Oh, no, oh no! <laughs> that's beautiful. You're welcome. Thank you. So yeah, I think that there's some stuff in there that maybe did not was not obvious for how it was cool back in the day, but. As time went on and as mores changed and, and also as people realized, oh shit, this actually was pretty fucking funny. Yep. You know, it became a classic. It's like, you fools, you didn't know what you had. Until it's gone. <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, like, I mean, the music is fun. Uh, like, I, I didn't feel like it was so out of touch like some mm. older, uh, especially comedies can be. Comedies can, I mean, that's, that's a trouble spot. Um, yeah. Comedy in general. Yeah. We all know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Insert here discussions currently ongoing. Oh, yeah. God, that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. What are you talking about? Oof. That's Joker's a great movie. <laughs> Hot cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. And no women are funny. Oh. Uh, for the record, just so uh-huh. everybody knows... Being quote unquote woke does not ruin comedy. It just means we don't find you funny anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yep. We laugh at a lot of ridiculous stuff. You can look me in the eye and say, potato, and <laughs> I'll fucking laugh. There's literally a two minute clip of Tignatero pushing a stool across a stage, <laughs> and it's hilarious. Particularly when she ends it with, and you can get my recording of stool movement on my next CD. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. I, oh. it's just, I don't want to be the butt of the joke anymore, and I am not going to laugh when you make fun of me. Mm-hmm. Basically, is what that is. Mm-hmm. And there's also a whole discussion about punching up versus punching down, which, thankfully, the court jester here does not, like, you know, do that kind of stuff. No, actually, I mean, it, it's it's very funny without really, like, also, it's also not particularly rapey, which is, I find, astonishing for this day and age, even that day and age, all the days and ages. Uh, it's just, it's just good, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I believe Hawkins did ask uh, Captain, hey, are you down for this? To which she said, when the baby's on the throne, and that's how this all happened. <laughs> 
And I mean, and she had to basically tell him, hey, put your arm up, dingus. <laughs> yeah, he was so respectful of her, and that's so attractive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Um, and he's all like, but you're my captain? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Uh, not, not to throw water. Uh, there was the king in trying to get at, uh, the captain to uh, service him and but she he avoided that by suggesting she had uh, she had as the plague. I will say though, though, he is a bad guy. Yeah. So we see a bad guy in the place of doing something that's fucking skeevy. Yeah. And that it's not unequivocal. He's definitely the bad guy. And she, like a fucking hero, gets out of it. Not that she has to. She shouldn't be in that position in the first place. But she is confronted with a villain. It's a straight up villain. We are not at all supposed to be like, oh yeah, no, she should totally, yeah, yeah, it's fine though. Although now they think about it, there was one kind of questionable thing that the uh, that the witch commanded Hawkins to do. Uh, it's like, yeah. go and make love. That's true. Hawkins had his consent violated. It's true. Yes. Yeah. That was not fully informed, meaningful consent. He was in an altered state of consciousness. I mean, the, but to be fair, Gwendolyn did not know that. So this is really on the witch. And she is technically a witch. But she was also being friend with her life. So, That's so, true. Oh my god, so many complications. Man. Complex. <laughs> <laughs> the deep, deep world of 1955's comedies. Uh, hey, does this mean that, like, there was a non-zero chance that Marty McFly could have gone to watch the court jester in theaters? <gasps> yeah. Yes! Oh my god, so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but then what if you were in the you know, with the audiences who are like this is so stupid and like you don't like it now but your kids will love it love it oh that's awesome good job you're welcome way to go al way to go <laughs> i probably misquoted it but hey <laughs> eh, uh also fine. while i'm before i forget this movie was technically set in england <laughs> <laughs> Like they said England, and I was like, wait a second, I thought this was generic fantasy land. And England and not probably 50 miles off of Los Angeles? <laughs> no, it couldn't be. Hmm. Uh, uh, what else? What else about the court chest before we move on to story changes? Because I, I, I got some story changes in mind. Uh, I just want to point out that my favorite bit of dialogue towards the beginning when two of the bad people were fighting, one of them said something insulting and they got into a fight. Uh, with swords. And one was like, you'll die for this! And the other was like, one of us will! I'm like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's a lot of good wordplay happening so in this movie. There's so much. Also, um, in the song, uh, uh, Willow Willow Whaley, when he's, uh, uh, he's being asked, he, he's having his first, um, uh, a performance in front of the king, and without preparation, he gets shoved, uh, in front of the king, after he has just been handed the basket with the baby in it. <laughs> um, and so everyone's like, oh, hey, what's in the basket? He's like, um, and he improvs, because he's a, he's a genius here. He improvs a, um, a song about, um, you know, with the Willow Willow Whaley, I was telling about the, so and the thing is, every word that he sings could rhyme with baby and he doesn't. Because he can't huh. let anybody know that there's a baby in the <laughs> basket with a willow willow whaley and a nanny nanny. And then he gives a whistle code. Yes. So Hawkins, I'm sorry, so Captain's like, oh shit. Yep. Like, I, I think at some point, if, if I were to want to, uh, like, review comedy writing for a movie, mm. like, just kind of looking at some of the structure of just how the jokes worked in this film mm-hmm. and use that as a reminder for yourself, like, of course you know, do, do you and do your own style. But like, remember, you can be pretty clever with your wordplay. And I think audience members will get it. Well, this one has a really good combination of wordplay and physical comedy, which mm, is, I think, yeah. what I was trying to talk about earlier. Um, slapstick? Not just slapstick, but, you know, uh, 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 to a degree, yes, yeah, slapstick, actually. It's what I was talking about in the chat earlier about uh, the kids in the hall. Like randomly, random tangent to kids in the hall, they all move differently. Mm. Yeah, and that it kind of changes the way their their comedy. Yeah. 
Well, Alex and I also often talk about this when it comes to, for instance, what makes a successful character actor on Saturday Night Live. Oh, is yeah. Who, uh, who is willing to be physically present on the stage in front of a live audience? Who is willing to physically move their body, sometimes in ridiculous ways? Um, Will Ferrell, amazing at it. Right now, I think Cecily Strong, great. Kate McKinnon, always good. Yeah. And guest stars, whoever, who plays Kylo Ren? Uh, Adam Driver, his first, like comparing his first SNL to his second. Yeah. Uh, Adam Driver as a guest star is an amazing guest star because he's willing to, to put in a really physical action, like, uh, 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 acting. Uh, same with uh, Kit Harrington. True. So we talk about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds. Wow. I said it. Well, uh, I guess if we're ready, uh, I'll lead us into, uh, some, some story changes here. All right. So one of the things I noticed about the film, we had all this discussion about uh, Princess Gwendolyn. The end of the movie comes about, and it's like she dropped off the face of the planet, right? True. Yeah. And everybody's having a happy ending, except arguably King Roderick, but he's evil, so screw him. Yeah. I, I think I think Princess Gwendolyn needed a happy ending for her, too. Maybe with a little less death threats, uh, maybe death reminders. Uh, <laughs> death reminders is the title of my cover band. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's the cover of your memoir too. Although, so, so like, I'm just trying to think. Maybe it's just because you know, I think we all have a love of Angela Lansbury, and we just want to see her happy before she goes over to Murder Bay or wherever the heck Murder She Wrote took Did place. Did she have a song, by the way, in this film? Uh, did she sing uh, it all? I, I'm not sure she I don't did. Think so. Fucking loss. Wasted opportunity. That's another change I'll do. She gets a song. Nice. <laughs> did you know that she was original Mrs. Devitt in Sweeney Todd? I do. Yeah. Nice. She's also Mrs. Potts. She is Mrs. Potts, which is a <laughs> fun bit of cognitive dissonance. The first time you learn that fact. <laughs> Listen, she makes humans into pies and boys into teacups. It all makes sense. Of course. So yeah, uh, I, I was trying to wrap my head around how to give Princess Gwendolyn maybe a bit more action in the story, but also just really putting a bow on her storyline as well, because her and the witch did represent like a C plot. <laughs> she wants love. She doesn't get love at the end of the story. And I found that kind of sad. So what I'm considering is kind of like a, Maybe taking a note from uh, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum here where uh, she discovers the maybe inherent nobility of uh, of Sir Sir Griswold and maybe there's uh, so, some some sparks there because I have the feeling that uh, former at this point King Roderick was probably like a, a duke or whatever is down in succession from the king right duke is next I mean, in line yeah yeah so he's probably duke so she is still noble so huh? definitely a step up for sir griswold and she didn't have anything to do with whatever the heck kind of shenanigans uh the usurper was up to she was just there and technically she did uh assist in uh revealing the true uh, the true king she did and heck Maybe Sir Griswold has a lovely singing voice. We don't know. Okay, I'm going to speak up in favor of Sir Griswold. Um, he looks like he could throw capers, and I'm also into that. Thank you very much. <laughs> of course. Listen, <laughs> this movie has a lot for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So what I want is a bit more of an active conclusion for Princess Gwendolyn's story. Uh, that That's my my thing. You guys have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I did notice how Gwendolyn sort of fell off the face of the planet. I was sitting here trying to remember what she did at the very end. Could not tell you for the life of me. <laughs> you know, I don't even know what side of everything she was standing on, if she was even there. But yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, uh, Al, Cap. uh, or, you know, she discovers, there's, you know what? I don't need love. What I just need is men in tight trousers. Don't uh. we all? So she joins the Black Fox. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm uh, having I'm having a sudden feel. The sudden feel involves Captain Hawking Gwendolyn. Yeah. Uh, OT3. Oh, what yeah. What I'm getting 
Gwendolyn the witch. <gasps> I mean, she does see that magic does in fact work. Magic solves yeah. a lot of problems, man. First, uh, the witch just teaches her magic, and then, and then there is magic. Is it the magic of love? Sorry. Yes. <laughs> they discover that same cottage that Hawkins and the captain were at. <laughs> That's Listen, the power all I think of love. Bom. Here's dun, the thing. Dun, Gwendolyn dun. needs a strong hand because she's such a brat and the captain has one. That's all I'm hey, saying. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I'm hey. Fair. Fair. <laughs> wow. Tell me you're not imagining it right now. No, because I'm imagining other things. Yeah. We'll talk about that mm. later. <laughs> Is it the cabin? Okay. It's the cabin, Pippin. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm going to talk about my thing now. I'm going to take this from Brendan. Okay. okay. Go for it. And what I'm saying uh, is that uh, Captain's she feel Captain feels that her father wanted a boy. There is nothing saying she can't be one. I'm saying that this is clearly a trans narrative, <gasps> and we should make that subtext text. And I am not sure if uh, the change becomes her father thought uh, wanted a boy and thought that he had one until Captain is still fierce and amazing uh, and strong, but also a girl. Or if she was assigned male at birth, or assigned female at birth, and her father wanted a son so bad, or, or something. I don't know. That's, that one feels weird. The point is, Captain is trans. Okay. Uh, it's, it, and that's why she doesn't go by Jean, she just goes by Captain. Ooh, okay, mm-hmm. I do like that. Here's the thing, I, I feel, I feel a little weird taking a, uh, oh, I hate using this fucking phrase, a strong female character, unless she's a trans girl. Mm. Then she gets to be a strong female character and queer and, 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 you know, all that. Yes. I'm just saying Captain is trans. That's all I've got, really, is Captain is trans. It's just, uh, if, it is now a queer love story. It's just that if, if Captain, uh, uh, transitions, if, if she's a, tra- if he's a trans boy, like, that's great, but it makes this fucking white gay boys again. And mm. that's a narrative that, is very popular but how many trans narratives that's a very good point though i mean you're you're right on that i would just like her to be a trans girl and so it's a trans narrative it's a strong female character uh and uh yeah and she still gets to be called captain i mean captain no matter yeah it annoyed me at the end at the very end when hawkins actually did call her jean well, it's a sign that the, that that the time of uh, uh, that she previously said this is when we're gonna do this. That time has now actually arrived. Mm-hmm. But she's still her superior officer. Yeah, she is. Hey. I mean, we don't know how they are in private times. I'm just saying. Ha. No, hey. we don't. Hey. 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 <laughs> and suddenly, there's two of me. Um, <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, Twelfth Night is something we should all be trying to emulate. Gadzooks, there's three of me. <laughs> kids, kids don't emulate Twelfth Night. Twelfth Night is friends great. Don't let friends. Do, have we done Twelfth Night? We have not done Twelfth Night. Nope. We should do Twelfth Night. We absolutely fucking should. Let's widen our Shakespeare. It seems like repertoire. that should take place somehow, like Near- on the Twelve Days of Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, basically, we don't do enough Shakespeare. No, uh, Twelfth Night is actually in January. January 6th. Mm-hmm. We need to do more Shakespeare, because you know what? We don't do enough. That and Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm sensitive about. <laughs> An episode of the cancelled Mulaney TV series. Oh, God. oh don't make me. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We'll do a mini app about Mulaney. <laughs> Just... And non-stop quotes. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's that's all I had. That's a good one, this, Matt. This is clearly a trans story. Uh, can I do mine? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Listen, I love this movie. So clearly, I wouldn't do much, but except change it completely. Um, of course, that makes yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, first of all, I do love below deck stories, and I, I believe this is one of those. However, why don't we just switch this narrative up? I want this to be the story of a plucky witch who uh, is in the middle of quite a bit of trouble. Uh, she has her life being threatened over here. She frankly, she's a nurse. She's being aged out of her position. You know, as, <laughs> I mean, if nothing else, as soon like, but here's the thing. 
she wants uh, uh, the princess to get married. So maybe she was actually trapped in this position and she has to stay with this girl until she's married, until she has become a woman. Um, <laughs> and she told her when and she was five, you'll marry your true love and, and fuck, she's magic and that's duck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so... Uh, she is in the middle of like all these political shenanigans. She's trying her best and she's having her own personal French farce where <laughs> every time she turns around, this fucking guy is snapping his fingers and doing something else dumb. She's, she's like, I gotta do something else. We gotta poison this thing. The vessel with the pestle is the poison with the, di- oh, the vessel with, with the pestle has the palate of the poison. Uh, <laughs> and the child's dragon. Oh, the chalice from the palace has a bruise, that's true. So the chalice with the poison and the pestle with the flagon and the... the oh, God, guys. Uh, sorry. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be over here. I, I need to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, that, was, that, was, that was a great one. And the captain, I was like, doesn't even know who the switch is. It's like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, I've got this. She's helping us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at this moment. And that's yeah. what I love. I, I want the switch to be like... Listen, her big goal is to come out of this alive and no longer uh, 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 enslaved to this royal family. In order to do that, she will use anyone and she doesn't give a good God fuck about this baby. Okay. Um, She will use anyone and everyone to figure this out. But you know what she is? She we're bringing up. uh, We brought up. uh, What's it called? Um, A funny thing happened on the way to the forum. She's that guy. Pseudolus. She's a pseudolus, but with magic. Ooh. Um, you know, it's granting her freedom. It's and then you know, it's just witch shenanigans. I love good witch shenanigans. Uh, we can remove some of the you know specious uh, uh, consent issues. Uh, still make it funny. Insert here uh, the previous conversation about comedy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's my change. I want to see. I want to see witch shenanigans. Same story. Also the name of my cover band. <laughs> I was going to say witchshenanigans.tumblr.com, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's me. Um, guys, guys, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cat, while you were mentioning your thing, I suddenly realized what my thing is. Okay. And what we need is for the captain and the witch to have a buddy cop up thing going on. <gasps> yeah. Because they hadn't met each other, but they were suddenly working together like that. <laughs> like, so by buddy cop, you mean they fall in love? Yes, the, but both. <laughs> but like, buddy cops who are also really deaf that are, are ready to poison you. I thought buddy cops who are DTF, but okay. No, they are DTP, down to poison. And kosh. <laughs> down to kosh. Yeah, I, I can see the witch doing that, yeah, too. Yeah, They are, are, are perfectly willing to, to straight up murder her unsuspecting men, and it's great. <gasps> it's true, it is great. Hashtag same. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robin Hood meets Hot Fuzz meets Magic? Meets, yes. 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 <laughs> and mm. meets Dirty Parents. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh to all the two people who get that in the listening audience, we salute you. And I'm not one of them. No, uh, and the reason why I say that is because of reckless destruction. Is fun. Oh. Yeah. Also, they have, they give no fucks. Hashtag say. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. So, so, so what, what, what changes toward the end of the movie then? Uh, well, She's a witch. She probably has spells other than a hypnotizing a schmuck. So, you know, blow shit up. Oh, Al. Yeah, yeah. What if she hypnotizes Captain to be the greatest swordsman (gasps) in the world? Oh my My god. God. I just, mm, my heart just did a little something. Um, She can also hypnotize her to be great at many things. That is... Hot cha 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 cha. Is uh, a consent issue, and I refuse to participate. Well, uh, consensually, consensually. Oh, okay, that'd be hot. Yeah. Oh my god, can you imagine consensual like ma- ma- magic? Oh my god. Consensual magic is the name of my anthology <laughs> series that I'm editing. Actually, real well, that talk, that should be a really good one. Real talk, I would read that in a fucking heartbeat. Well, now I gotta fucking do it. Yes! Thanks, cat. Okay, cat, cat. Now you have to write a story and submit it too. No! 
Remember, it has to be eight cents a word in order to be CIFL qualified as of now. Ooh. Eight cents a word. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, man, that's going to be a lot of money, isn't it? It is. And welcome to the problems of short fiction publications in this modern day and age. Hey, who wants to help fund my Kickstarter Not for Kickstarter, this new journal? Not Kickstarter, fucking uh, union busters. My, my oh, GoFundMe. The isn't calling for uh, boycott. boycott. They're not. They're not. It's because oh, there are so many. Oh. E- e- so many startups. Huh? It was because it would hurt actual creators. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, and it will make uh, uh, people who uh, other employees who aren't part of the union organizing yet more fearful of joining it. That's true. Wait. So how are we supposed to stick it to Kickstarter? Uh. uh support uh. the unions. Keep up the noise. Okay, so how about this? Hey, everybody listening to this podcast, um, Kickstarter's fucking anti-union. That's bullshit. Yeah! Support the workers! So yes, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out the funding stream for consensual magic. Oh my god, I really later. want that now. <laughs> also, I really <laughs> want that. Do you consent to consensual magic? I do consent to consensual magic! <laughs> uh, and to all my coworkers who listen to this, just stop. Just stop now. <laughs> you knew I what mean, you were getting into when you started this fucking podcast. The thing podcast. is, like, I, th- I think we know, like, a few, you know, at least a dozen authors that would probably write something on a whim for consensual magic. Oh, absolutely. Of uh, course, although you should always pay your authors. Yes. Of course. Uh, also, uh, I just want to take a moment to shout out all of Kat's coworkers. God damn it. And let them know I'm really cool. And I know all the stories. <gasps> you go on. <gasps> this is fucking blackmail. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> anyway, so I think that was all of us, yeah. right? Yeah. Did we include all of Alex's clones? That's he true. has many clones. He has one, two, three, four. So many. Sorry. No more of me. <laughs> hmm. So uh, how about we do a quick game? Because we've talked about this for a while now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So then uh, I'm thinking, how about we do... A paradigm shift where we change the genre. Nice. Okay. All right. right. Who goes first? Okay. So, so there's a witch, right? Yeah. 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 You know what witches usually are? Hot. They're yes. That's (laughs) true. True. Uh, but they are also typically found in horror stories. (gasps) Oh my god! Are you being me? Yep. In before cat. Damn it. (laughs) <laughs> and let me just actually think through how this would work because i didn't think that far i my thought was how can i troll cat first of i all, did it nah. fuck you well well th- this is where the witch's mind control really comes into play here right oh yeah because it was paid for laughs uh but that's actually having your free will taken from you I mean, what was going through his... Was he aware? Even if he doesn't remember after, was he aware? Was he screaming in his head as it was going on? Yes. I found this on the... Jesus! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> what? Listening audience, Pippin's fucking robot started talking to her. It was my watch. <sighs> That's even worse, man. Uh, if I was something about traumatic brain injury, <laughs> of course, something. So I was just thinking, Pip, with that, mm. like she could have uh, had uh, Hubert killing people legit as Giacomo. I mean, maybe he still have the mistaken identity thing of, hey, the fake assassin's actually an assassin now. Ha ha! Uh, he didn't want to kill anyone. He's Hubert. He's nice. Yeah, yeah, and uh he keeps waking up with blood on his hands. Where yes. is this coming from? Oh god, no. <laughs> there isn't a bathroom in this movie, but now there is, so he can stand in front of the mirror, shakily washing his hands, looking up in the mirror, wondering, finding scraps of blood on his face. Out damn spot. Crying. <laughs> I'm sorry, do I watch too many of these movies asking for a friend? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> yes. Perhaps. Uh okay. but yeah, cuz that Having your free will taken from you is, by its nature, horrific. Agreed. <laughs> Which is why sometimes it can be terrifying to live as a woman or other uh, person of minority. Minority person. Uh, because very often our decisions are taken away from us. And that's just life. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And then there's the question of 
how hypnotism uh, in the real world can't let, make you do something you wouldn't normally do. Uh, which is why you can't mm. hypnotize someone and tell them to jump off uh, a building because people wouldn't do that. We'd go like, well, fuck you. Whereas, you, pardon me, if you hypnotize someone and say, click like a chicken, yeah, people ch- click like chickens. It's fine. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Yo, cluck, cluck, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> honk, honk. 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 Um, but yeah, so there was a question of how, how much was that inside of him? <gasps> the uh, time. And what would he do for the black? What would Gene do? What would Captain do for the black fox? The stranger inside me. Yes. That could be the name of the story. Yeah, that's me. Uh, well, also, what if... It just suddenly occurred to me, what if there's like a big confrontation scene all the way at the end where, following up on what you just said, where she says, um, you know, where he's like, I can't believe you made me do all these things. And she's like, no, you don't understand. I couldn't have done it if you didn't secretly want to. And is it true? Is it gaslighting? That's the end of the movie. No, fuck you. You uh, hypnotized me. Oh. I'm not that powerful. You did to yourself. You played yourself. Congratulations. Cool. Uh, Al, were you uh, going to suggest something? Yeah. So I'm going to both do a paradigm shift and uh, make it worse. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. Fine. Double points. Yeah. Because you know what this needs to be? No. What? What? It needs to be summer blockbuster fantasy. A movie. A hero shall rise from unexpected places. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Meh. Like, no, who, uh, Hawkins, you do have the power, and this is all about how you have to do this. Oh, God, Captain fucking steps aside and says, it's up to you now. Yeah. You were the Uh. only one who could have done it all along. Yeah. Uh. You had the power. I could have only taken us so far. Like, you see, E. Hawkins, you are now the true Black Fox. We knew. That's that's why we picked you up, actually, from your carnival. We've been yeah. secretly training you this whole time. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I thought partway, for part of the movie that, oh, God, what if uh, Hawkins also has that stupid birthmark? Uh, and that's where the movie's going? Nah, this movie's so much better than that. Yeah, yeah. But you have that worry. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because we've been gr- that's because we've grown up in a land of fucking trash movies where that would be the case with the fucking what's it called a uh, 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 mono myth hero's journey garbage. Like, no, Hawkins is just a fucking dude. <laughs> He's a clown from a circus who's just ended up in a fantastic circumstance. Yes, and the reason Captain likes him is because, frankly, he respects her and does what she says. And he's just a good person, yeah. just doing his he's best. He's just doing his it, best, and she can appreciate that. It's also your classic Roger Rabbit. He makes me laugh. True. But no, the kindness of his is now, oh, what truly makes him the king. But I don't want to be a king. I want uh, to be the uh, circus guy who helps the, rebel- who helps the rebellion. No, no, you're the king now. Truly the best king. The one who doesn't want the throne and also hasn't been trained to it. And also probably is going to fuck it up within the first five minutes because he's also gotten rid of all of the major nobility because they were all corrupt. You know, that's fine. But at the same time, that means that there's no help to train him and how to be in charge. Yes, I'm sorry. Kat, you just suggested season eight of Game of Thrones from a certain perspective. I know. (laughs) Okay. Though also, also, it's not like anyone's trained the baby how to do it either. I'm not exactly sure how they're going to do that. Uh, probably how oh, they they do that with many babies. Like just install a regent and. Uh, but who's going to be the regent? Griswold thought that through. Griswold. Yeah. Yeah. Did they say that? No, but I'm betting. Like it's either Griswold or the Black Fox. And would you? Ooh, that a <laughs> guy who? Well, <laughs> is the Black Fox has is he acknowledged as being some sort of nobility in disguise? <clears throat> like certain other heroes? I mean, someone must have figured out it was, he was a nobility. By like, okay, who's a noble and also who, who never around with the voc- black foxes? That damned Scarlet Pimpernel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hawkins' birthmark is actually a, uh, a Scarlet Pimpernel, not a purple Pimpernel. 
<laughs> Very important distinction. Yeah. So. As, Hawk, as Captain discovers one night. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so I changed the genre and made it worse. Okay. So what I was just thinking was making this a uh, kind of a police drama. Ooh, Where we have Captain and Hawkins are going undercover in the mob. Ooh. Hawkins is the rookie. Captain is Captain. <laughs> yeah! So we get a lot more uh, modern take. I don't know. Let's say it's New York because it's always New York. <laughs> I can't imagine what the Los Angeles mob is like. It's probably chill and go surfing. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, just that, that was just the thought that came to my mind. It's just kind of playing into uh, Pip's buddy cop suggestion. Just imagine Hawkins and Captain driving down the street, cup of coffee in each hand. Or each of them has a cup of coffee. They just discuss, like, the job. But, you know, if it weren't for the job, maybe they'd have something. Who knows? Maybe after this gig, or maybe after this uh undercover this stint. one last case. Yeah. I've been thinking about going and becoming a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know. I've Who been knows? thinking about opening a coffee shop. A surf shop. A surf shop. <laughs> I've been, yes. Uh, uh, a, a combination and surf coffee and uh, detective agency shop. <laughs> There you go. I'd yeah. watch it. Same. Also, then then there's, you know, uh, Hawkins trying desperately to give a compliment to Captain. Like, you know, I bet you look good in a swimsuit or something like that. But, like, actually meaning it and not trying to be skeevy. And then Captain being like, I'm sorry, yep. what the fuck did you just say? And he's like, oh, God. Uh, and then later we see her in a bikini. And it's like, yep. Yeah. Not wrong. not wrong. And it turns out that she's just like a near Olympic level swimmer. And that's what he was actually talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you have like a 10 second lap. That's impressive. I have no idea if that's a realistic know. time for a lap. It just seemed <laughs> None of us were gonna question plausible in my head. <laughs> you, you, we're like, yeah, no, that sounds right. That yeah, sounds you, like numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and I was just thinking that they were infiltrating the mob because that is the closest thing I could come up with to a uh, corrupt king. Nice. And of course... The Don's daughter falls in love with Hawkins because he's just so innocent and he makes her laugh. See, I would like, a, you know, if you're going to bring in uh, uh, L.A. or something like that, I feel like there should be a, a, uh-huh. a sort of meta gag about, like, um, you know, it's not the mob that they're trying to infiltrate, but it's a, a studio system. So actually uh-huh. keep it back in the day, back when there was a studio system. Uh-huh. And they're both undercover as actors. <laughs> oh, uh, and I like she's it. a I like you it. know she can get in there as a, like a drama or as or either drama or as frankly as a chorus girl. But he suddenly finds uh-huh. himself able to be uh, like a stunt guy, um, who then gets promoted to lead actor. Yes, that's, that's the knighting ceremony. Exactly. Um, and but then you get all you know. But the studio system was in many ways very dangerous and stuff like that. And there were weird shenanigans going on. And yeah. so Captain's in danger of being like forcibly addicted to opiates. And uh, uh, Hawkins is you know being pressured to do uh, uh, more and more dangerous stunts. And you know all sorts of random bullshit. And meanwhile, somebody gets killed by the Black Dahlia. Wait, the Black Dahlia was the victim. Anyway, the Black Dahlia happens. I, I I like the uh, studio system approach because then we can steer it back into comedy land because just straight up police drama is a little bit cut and dry. So yeah, yeah, they're infiltrating a studio, and all of a sudden this seems like it could be its own movie. And I, I'd watch it. I would absolutely watch it. Also, yeah. I think that you know, uh, uh, it's did did any of you guys watch uh, Hail Caesar? No, no. Uh, I did watch the sailor dance and scene with uh, a. <laughs> It's a yeah. little Hail Caesar. I think it could have been a better version of Hail Caesar, frankly. There, there. we go. Yeah. So I'm I'm hitting two movies with one stone here. Not just nice. Not just the court jester. I'm also taking down Hail Caesar. Woo! We're all very well. Uh, let, let's let's transition then into what your uh, uh, paradigm shift would be. My paradigm shift. Uh, I'm leaning straight into the romance, baby. Ah, uh, yeah, makes sense. Listen, there was only one bed. Uh I don't like forget the movie aspect, okay? Because it's yep. it's a little difficult to get to the straight up romance unless you do a Hallmark movie, which don't get me wrong, I also love. Uh, but you know, I would read so much of a 
historical romance with Captain and uh, uh, Hawkins, because let's face it, a competent woman and a uh, a well-meaning gentleman who's kind of bendy, who appreciates her, (laughs) (laughs) who appreciates her and thinks she hung the moon. Excuse you, ladies and gentlemen, that is romance gold. They work together. Nothing can happen. But wait, is this going to be fake dating? Maybe. (laughs) Why not? Uh, they, yes, it, it, there's just levels. And then, you know, the princess shows up, and so, like, what the shit, there's a witch, there's a knight, he becomes a knight, he has to sing, he sings. <laughs> this club has everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like. A witch. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, legit, I would write and or read or both a very uh a, a romance novel rewrite of this movie prove it first of all fuck you second of all how dare you and third of all you can't make me okay but i i just told you to uh and i will throw a, a dare on top of it oh my god <laughs> anyway so that's my big thing that's that's what i would do uh i'm actually super into that as well i'm actually a big fan i uh, Wandering vaguely into the realm of romance novels, I would love to see a big turn towards more humorous romance and uh, return to historical romances as well. Um, and so if I can put both of those together, that sounds amazing. You should be a leader in the field. Thank you. By writing it. Fuck you. Be an exemplar. Oh my god. Will you? Will they give me a quarter million that I can then splurge by moving to New York City and buying $15 drinks? Deep cut. I mean, not if you don't do it. <sighs> Somebody save me from this. You can only save yourself. By writing the fucking- I know I'm surrounded. <laughs> Sorry, Kat. Listen, every time I it's- promise on this fucking podcast that I'm going to write this thing, it never happens. <laughs> I've stopped making that promise. Listen, we're just trying to be supportive. Are you, though? Of you and your I mean, career. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Also, we're jerks. So. That, see, that's much more. That that reads better. That that makes sense. It's true. Yeah. That's good. All right. So, so is that all of us? Yeah. That is all of us. Hey, how about that? <laughs> what a coincidence. I'm sorry. I was, I, I didn't have anything else on top of that. Just like I was, was checking in to see that we all contributed to the game. It's like, and it seems like we did. So good job us. So, uh, Pippin, can you take us out? All right. As always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to nostoriesacred.com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at nostoriesacred, or send us an email through contact at nostoriesacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex MacDonald, Brendan MacDonald, Pippin MacDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at nostoriesacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story is Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash nostoryissacred. See you next time when we talk about the anime Princess Tutu. Until then, we're No Story is Sacred, and any story can be changed. I'm Pippin. I'm Alex. I'm Kat. And I'm Brendan. And we're No, no Story, story is, is Sacred. sacred.